Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast <laughs> about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm Joe Quazala, your host. With me, as always... Oh, that's me. Yeah. That's you, For a me. moment, it felt like you were in a different world. I was world. doing some mental gymnastics that I don't need to tell anybody about. No, of course not. We could keep it all... Here, the one mantra of this podcast has always been, keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I follow it, yes, baby. Yes, <laughs> of course. Uh, so Kristen, we are in the midst of hashtag. Joe, are you, are you a little sick? Um, you know, you sound a little, I just, I'm coming off of a, a, a comedy festival weekend. Yeah. You know, and that, that'll take a little bit out of you. Yeah. You sound like you've been trying to speak above the chatter. Mm, yes. Parties, etc. cetera. Mm. Anyway, we are in the middle of hashtag, uh, ceremony season, meaning that I, a person, a devotee of the rock hall is catching you up. On all the ceremonies, not all the ceremonies, but several ceremonies of years past. Yeah. To get you into the mood because we are going to the induction ceremony in uh, March. It has tripled the length of time that I need to block out for our episodes. Mm-hmm. We go real long and it's upsetting to a lot of people. Yeah. Difficult and almost nearly impossible to schedule. Truly. But we've managed to schedule two guests for this very special episode. Ding dong. We've got <laughs> ding dong. The guests are here. Uh, we oh, what do you know? We're in their home. What, what on earth? Uh, we are here with two very funny comedians and very good friends. First up. Wow. Love him. He's a good boy. James Austin Johnson. What's up, everybody out there in podcast land? It's James Austin Johnson, and I'm here to talk about rock and roll and talk about rock and roll Hall of Fame awards. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. And then we're also here with another equally fun, equally good, no <laughs> equally better, friendly, no less, you know? equally friend boy. Uh, it's the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He asked me before. He was like, please introduce me in a way that is confusing. <laughs> and I said, you got it. You were like, how about you call me the bomb? And I was like, I got something even better. The man. We're in his home right now. Sam Wiles. Hey, everyone. Uh, why You got nervous <laughs> midway through the entry like something spooked you. And then yeah. you had to I was thinking what, what Kristen was thinking. But again, we're not allowed to say what that was. <laughs> what? So we're keeping it. It'll it'll hit you. Oh boy! It's something up. It's something in the air. It'll hit us all. Guys, just fast forward. <laughs> fast forward? <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm telling it to our to our. Podcast oh, I fans. see. I thought you were, that was a way of you telling me, like, <laughs> "Hey, let's get to the shit." Which I, we can. That was also me. Yeah. Do you want me to do the Zola commercial? I can do the Zola commercial right now for you. 
Oh yes, right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, I before think you st- go to the next segment, right? You do a little we do, Zola spot. We do stamps.com. Yeah. Stamps.com. Yep. Uh, what we do? We MeUndies. do career builder. No. Um, what's that one? Exxon Mobil. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do shell. We do yeah. shell. Yeah, we're shell now. Actually, yeah, oh, yeah we great. got poached. We That's were Exxon nice. Mobil for a while. Mutating for you. <laughs> Fellas. Sign up for gasoline box. They send you a box of gasoline uh, uh, once every two weeks. The packaging is recyclable. Yeah. Neither of you guys have been on this podcast before, so I want to set a little bit of a stage in terms of what you guys are coming into this in terms of your knowledge of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I realize probably for both of you, it's residual information you get from knowing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the stuff I kind of picked up, you know. Yeah. Um, from hanging out with you. I'm coming off a weekend uh, where I heard a lot about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from you're the number one fan of this podcast, my own dad. Oh, yeah, yes. that's what so, I wanted you to Tim put Wiles. that in the, yes. in, in the intro. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we, Hi, that's, Tim. That's Hi, maybe, Tim. <laughs> that's maybe like the th- third thing we talk the most about mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is specifically this podcast. And, uh, and me, your friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Hell well, yeah. I don't know if you guys know who's being inducted into the hall this year. The ceremony's in March. We are going. Do you guys have any idea? Um, you told me, and I have not retained Let it. Let me just rattle off um, about seven names. And I'm going to see That's how many That's good, because there's seven right. inductees. There are seven inductees. Oh, okay. Well, that was just sort of a number lower than ten, because I think I would crap out before ten. I assume that's why they came up with the number seven as well. Seven is actually pretty big Seven is high. Seven is high. Usually it's five or six. Oh, so is it like the Academy Awards, sort of an accordion of nominees? You know, Depending it's ten on this time. Totals, it's five yeah. this time. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Radiohead. Yes. Nat yes. King Cole. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob in. Thornton's The Box Masters. Wow, you start out uh, so strong. Uh, <laughs> they might be giants. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pavement, Munhuddy, uh, uh, Electric Light Orchestra. They're already in. Mm-hmm. They're already so in. So is Nat King Cole. And Stooges. So is Nat King Cole. Stooges so are in. the Stooges. Tom Waits already got in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Rolling Stones. <laughs> they're still waiting. Yeah, they're Huge finally. They, they've been snub for a long time. Huge they're snub. the uh, Leo of. of I only know music. one, and it's um, for sure. And it's that time Sam Kennison at the end of his life thought he was a rock star. Yes, they that got in right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're putting in Rap and Rodney. Uh, they're, they're putting in. Yeah. Uh, what about Pigmeat Markham? They're putting in Disco Duck actually. Rick Dees <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in the weekly top forty, which includes Disco Duck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Radiohead is correct. Yeah. Also, The Cure, Janet Jackson, wow. Roxy Music, The Zombies, Def Leppard, and Stevie Nicks. That's a fun group. It is a fun yeah. group. I like The Zombies a great deal. Yeah, and they can still fucking rock. Yeah, even they're, they're gonna, all ninety. They're going to be there and they're going to perform because they're pretty excited about yeah. being there, right? I think of all the inductees, they're the ones that are most excited. I think they're really cool. They're really ahead of their time with that. Uh, 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 that kind like, of singing, you know, like yeah, or like w- I think we described it as like you just had a sprite. He just had a sprite. <sighs> I, yeah. Who's your name? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Love that kind of singing, man. Uh, well, My we are going rock. to watch an induction ceremony from the year 2013 today, and I am going to oh my gosh read for you guys who was on the ballot, and then you guys are going to try and guess which six are the eventual inductees. All right. So we have Albert King, Sheik. Wait, Albert King. Albert King. Who got in last year? Different Freddie King. King. Freddie, Freddie King. King got in in 2012. <laughs> okay. And BB uh, King is already in at this, this point. Year. Okay. Yeah. 
Albert <laughs> King, is... the remaining okay. of the three kings, the three kings. of okay. blues guitar. All right. Albert King, the disco band Chic. This was their seventh time on the ballot. Okay. Uh, Deep Purple, first time on the ballot. Donna Summer, fifth time on the ballot. Heart, second time on the ballot. Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, also second time. Uh, Craftwork, also second time. The Marvelettes, first time. The Meters, second time. NWA, this is their first year eligible. I the, think I know the answers. The it's Paul many, Butterfield please. Blues Band, their second time on the ballot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Public Enemy, also the first year eligible. Procol Harum, first time on the ballot. Randy Newman, second time on the ballot. And the band Rush, first time on the ballot. So oh. you guys wow. can take a look and try to pick which six you think will be in the ceremony. Now, do you guys want to do this watch. as a team, or do you want to go and then I'll go? For the sake of the listener, of let's the go as a team. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> some things that I know: Sheik does not get in. They okay. create a special category, and Nile Roger goes in alone. Um, That's how I would have it. It seems more appropriate. <laughs> the appropriate. breadth of his production work. Sure, so exactly. I know that for sure. Craft work is still not in. I do know that as well. Okay. Um. And I think that I think that Albert King might get in because I think there are three kings that go in. I'm not sure. Freddie King got in last time, and I was like, "Well, who knows? Anything's possible." The people that I think, okay, I think that um, I know that NWA is in, but and so is Public Enemy, and they're both first year eligible. But there is no way that they put them both in at the same time. There's just not now. But I think so. I think it was Public Enemy that gets in FYE more than NWA. FYE is first year eligible. Okay. So there, this is their first year eligible and their first year nominated. I know that they're both in. I just feel like, but I and I know it was like a big deal when NWA I got in. I don't. Somebody weird inducted them, and I can't remember who it is. Paul Giamatti, probably <laughs> as Jerry Heller. As Jerry Heller. Um, I think Rush. I know Rush is in. I think that I would. I would say Rush. I know Hart is also in. Sure. So I think Rush and Pick Hart are good. Yeah, Rush and Hart. I would both assume were had been in this involved in this organization. For, from what I can tell, the classes seem ki- relatively diverse. In the Ooh. last, in the last like five years, or they've so? gotten on more on and off. Is that true or not? Oh, no. Well, like last year, it was not okay. Although there were Ish. two, there were two black women, and then a bunch of white guy dad rock bands. Yes, mm. and also the one one of the black women was inducted in a special, special category. category, so it mm. wasn't like official on mm. the. Was she put on the big list? Yeah, Sister Rosetta Tharp. She was for sure. Okay, early influence. Early Sister influence. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Mm. Um, so you're, you're going to say Russian heart. Rush, Russian heart sounds like the, you Ru- know, <laughs> that's the name of my new jewelry line. <laughs> uh, Russian rush and heart. Those are the two that I think, what are we going to choose? Five, six, six, six. six. Okay. Yeah. Rush heart. I agree. Rush heart. Randy Newman. Oh yeah. He's Second in Randy Newman. Would it have been 2014? Did he write some? Yeah. I think cool let's say Randy Newman. I think that'd be cool. It's 2013. So oh. please. 13. I mean, Sorry I don't know. Sorry to all the listeners who just got confused. Mm-hmm. They need a time travel. Um, did I skip an episode? Yeah. Is what they're thinking. <laughs> Does anybody know who Procol Harum is? Wider Shade of Pale. Do you know that song? Yes. Yeah. That's them. Do you think that... They that... had one hit 
And they're supposed to be led into the rock hall? I don't think so. <laughs> Dramatically <laughs> oh, crosses yeah. it Dramatically off crossing list. it off. With his blood. That's <laughs> You never know. The rock hall is very stupid. Um, <laughs> hey. It is. Hey. It is. Hey, I, my thing. <laughs> I care about it. Um, now, I cannot remember. Do the Marvelettes get in eventually? I don't remember. The Marvelettes or the meters, one of those two we should pick. What do you oh, think? Oh, man, I have a hard opinion know. about it. <laughs> I don't think so the meters are in yet. Harsh, no, the rush, spinners you, are not you, in. You choose, you choose Randy Newman, too? Randy yeah, Randy Hart, there? Rush, Let's Randy three Newman. More. Three more. Um, All right. Uh, Deep Purple? I think it's not Deep Purple. I think they got inducted Maybe later. Maybe later. I, well, this is 2014 or 2013. Guys, <laughs> how often do I have to say it? It's 2013. Rush. Did we say Rush? Let's say Rush. rush. Boy, I really don't like this um, list, okay. I think is what this is hard for me because <laughs> okay, I don't pit, like this list. You have Rush about four times. <laughs> yeah. I think we can move on. Yeah, who's on? Oh, yeah. Okay. What about <laughs> Hart, though? <laughs> okay. so yeah. Get it. Rush. Sorry. It's been chosen. This is bad. Hart, I don't like this chosen. list. Last, Randy Newman, last also <laughs> chosen. episode was a lot better for me. This one I don't like nearly as much. Fucking Butterfield Blues Band. Okay. Let's, yeah, do, that. Let's do it. Butterfield Blues Band. Public Great. Enemy. Public Enemy. Rush, I think. <laughs> <laughs> a heart. <laughs> Donna Summer, fifth time. It's, I don't think that Donna think Summer is Donna. in. I cannot remember if she gets in eventually oh, or she's been nominated. If, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Donna Summer. You are. Just, that's his pick. He's okay. making a, he's making a Donna choice. Donna Summer. Choice. There and you then go. how many do we have? I think that was it, it, right? Deep Are Purple, saying, did we choose that? I don't we did. think you oh. did. Okay. But you can. You, I believe you guys chose, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rush? <laughs> <laughs> okay, who else? Rush, Randy Newman, Hart. Donna Summer Donna was Summer. my weird executive decision. That's a good one. Uh, Public, Public Enemy, Public Enemy uh-huh. and one more, which was Paul Butterfield. You guys want to throw down with Paul? Paul B? <laughs> meters. Let's say meters. Meters. All right, meters. Okay. okay. Joe, cool. give us the goddamn answer. Well, you know what? No, we'll I'm, find out I'm when go- we're watching. I'm going to let the ceremony reveal the answers to oh. you. Oh. Uh, They'll tell you immediately. Yeah, they if, tell you it's immediately. It's in the opening. And, uh, How long is this ceremony and what network was it on? This is on HBO. Great. Uh, <laughs> and it's two and a half hours. Oh, All right, my let's watch Lord. half of it. We'll see you guys in a flash. And we're back, everybody. <laughs> We've watched part of the 2013 ceremony. We now know who is being inducted. Uh-huh. And it's, let me tell you, we have good instincts. Very close. I was proud of us. Switch yeah. out the meters with Albert King, which you were mm. flirting with uh, at the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. So it's Albert King, Randy Newman, Hart, Rush, mm. uh, Donna Summer, and Public Enemy. And then we've got some uh, special categories also in there. Uh, Lou Adler, as well as Quincy Jones. So that's what we're dealing with. First ceremony back in Los Angeles after a 20-year hiatus. Opens, 20 years? Yeah, it was. there was one in 93, and then 2013. They usually do them in New York, wow. sometimes Cleveland. Mm. Wow. So it's, man, wowie zowie. And how appropriate. Got to open it up. To open it with Isla Valet. Joe's main man. With my, my man, <laughs> Randy <laughs> Newman. Uh, along with Tom Petty, John Fogarty, and Jackson Brown. Just, you know, 
three white guys with guitars. Um, <laughs> and also legendary music careers. Truly. But it was very funny because James Austin Johnson said, oh, I don't like it when there's too many guys with guitars on stage. There's more least, than two. More than two. I mean, there's I at believe least four that we could see. You can have a left and a right. You can have a rhythm and a lead. Anything beyond that is just awful. And I'm talking, I'm looking at you, broken social scene. Hello. <laughs> I'm coming for your crown. I just felt, I was watching it and I was like, these guys are like, they're like the three guitars of rock. It's like the three tenors. Like you yeah. could put them, though, if they yeah. went, that just would be like an all-star. Except they're not known for their guitar playing. None of them. They're <laughs> all incidentally playing yeah. Then why is, then what's happening? Because they just always have guitars, but they were there to sing. Yeah. You know? And they're, and they're. They might not have even been not, plugged in. They're not really you know I mean? L.A. artists. It, it would have made more sense if these were L.A. artists. You know what I mean? Right. I, mm-hmm. I, I, Tom Petty, to me, is is well, Southern rock to me. Although, you know, Petty, even though he's from Florida, the Heartbreakers and that whole group didn't really start until they were L.A. So yeah. Tom Petty, they you feel say, qualifies. Very, to me, Jackson Tom Petty Brown feels does, California. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and I should give it up. Fogarty is like a great guitar player, and he did do the yeah. solo. Yeah. Um, wow, okay, so. I just felt bad. But Tom Petty <laughs> and Jackson Brown are fine guitar players, but, like, you don't think of them no. when you're thinking of, like, the great guitar players of all no, time. No, you think Fogarty, of... maybe. Yeah. I just felt that this was a nice counterpoint to Green Day just kicking <laughs> off the <laughs> ceremony I would, I would last year. I that I think this is a great opening. It is It is a great opening. It is a very Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like Three a lot of blouses. old established <laughs> artists enjoying themselves together. Uh, I enjoyed the Randy Newman package. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Touching. He's fun. And yeah. then Don Henley's speech was decent. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm honestly, why did they, why was it Don? Uh, for Randy, why Don? There, yeah, it seems like there could have been a lot LA of. LA theme? Is that why maybe, it's Don? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Don. They hung back, out. I mean, he mentioned he did background vocals on some, yeah, some Randy yeah. songs. So they used to drink together and shit. Yeah. The thing is, Randy Newman has a lot of great people who he worked with and did background vocals for him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Linda Ronstadt, and uh, there's in some of the footage, Mark Knopfler's playing guitar with him. Don't even start me on Knopfler, man. Henley, they got in references. Rick Perry, yeah, yeah, that was saucy. Texas Uh, got a huge laugh. Henley was killing in the room. He was for that crowd. He was saying a lot of. Oh, yeah. They did yeah. think he was the funniest man yeah, alive. Yeah, Don Henley. That was, was like watching Kevin Hart special. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny because, like, oh, I don't know. Don Henley just did not look rock and roll at well, all. He looked a lot that like was your stepdad, the best part. which you, which you yeah. kept showing us. It really. He looks yeah. a lot like Henley my stepdad. Is, he's got a white, white, oddly shaped goatee, yeah. and then yeah. reading glasses and that then, are not a good shape oh, for his face. You know yeah. who he reminds me of. Uh, Headmaster Charleston from Gilmore Girls. That guy. You know what I'm talking about? No. 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 Oh, damn it, guys. <laughs> uh, He's a Broadway legend. I and then Ra- Randy name. comes up. Randy's Randy's legitimately funny. I think we can agree. Yeah, no, Randy yeah. does a good idea. Also, but I'll, just one more thing that Don Henley shouts out the 20-year, uh, how long it took to get uh, Randy Newman yes, in. Yes, correct. Which, you know, it's just interesting when people are like, he should have been in earlier. And I'm like, before... 
like muddy waters like who who should he like it just doesn't make sense it's like you're mean to tell me randy newman had to wait it's like yeah he did yeah that yeah. makes sense to me yeah it is funny because bon jovi only had to wait nine years we've talked about this a lot but like they kept being like huh about time i was like yeah nine it's years bon seems jovi. maybe even a little like good for you guys yeah. like if you had to wait 20 it would make perfect sense to me <laughs> you motherfuckers uh, uh and then uh they play i think it's gonna rain today which is very sad very sad but beautiful song from his first album and then they then henley gets up keeps the reading glasses on for oh, yeah. what reason to perform i'm dead but i don't know it which mm-hmm. is uh, a meta choice for randy Mm-hmm. In a room of people who should have quit uh, performing, probably a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, yeah. I that's that song like musically is so uh, feels so odd to be played by two men who seem who are like in their seventies. Mm-hmm. Just like the not the words seem to match up fine or whatever, but right. like the it's it sounds like an a like an attempt at like hard like what you would use as generic hard rock. Yes. Yeah. It's, re- it's not super melodic. Yeah. It, it sounds like it sounds like someone improvising a rock song. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It sounds like what a little kid would if you had like one of those keyboards that played guitar mm-hmm. sounds. Cuz like yeah. the melody is is a ba 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 He's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead. <laughs> well, I think he's a good songwriter. Is he a good arranger? I don't know because there's a lot of arrangements of Randy Newman songs where I want to turn it off. But the skeleton of it is good. Mm-hmm. You uh, you can leave your hat on at its <laughs> core is probably a good song. But it is. any tr- any track recording of it is an <laughs> assault. It's, it's an assault and it's an abuse. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's true. Have you heard any? Have you heard that recorded well? It might be a cool song. I mean, I, I mean, I'm prepared to defend it. You're but prepared to defend it. I think it's, yeah, I enjoy it. And that's I've, I've heard dude. at least two good versions of it, because Joe Cocker does one that's fun, and it's, if I may, brassy. Ooh. Brassy. <laughs> yeah, I would say Joe Cocker is kind of the only one that that is good, in my opinion. It, of all people? Of all people. Of all, no, of that song. <laughs> of oh, that song, sure. yeah. Yeah, his Fair version. Uh, and then we go to Albert King. Uh, that's a f- also a fun package. Mm-hmm. Albert King. Yes. Oh wait! Oh, yes. really quickly though, mm-hmm. I do want to give a shout out to I believe it was Sam who said that young Randy Newman looked like a body positive John Lennon. That was James. <laughs> oh, Randy. that was James. Yeah. James, shout James. out James. James threw out John Lennon, and then we all started to yeah, yeah. to yeah. riff on well, it. Ed Lennon. The uh, whole time we were all pretty mean about everyone's appearance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Albert King fucking shreds. He fucking rips it up. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. cool that he got in. Yeah. Uh, I did not know who that was, and I really liked it. Same. I'm like glad. Three Kings, baby. Put him yeah, in. We, we finished the, th- the Three King. Uh, it took a time. It took tw- quite a time, but we got there. Yeah, I'm bummed that we didn't get that one, though. I mean, at least we weren't like, that's a no. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's pretty good. Yeah, Gary Clark and uh, John Mayer looked in each other's eyes as they As they traded struggled. licks. <laughs> well, not even traded licks. Did struggle licks over a yeah. yeah. each other. Yeah. Uh, it was. I thought it was sweet. That I mean, it was weird that John Mayer brought his guitar with him. I to the loved it yeah. though. I but then he got to kind of demonstrate. It was the best part of the speech. Yeah. At first, yeah. he's up there and not that was a, cool. Kind of not acknowledging it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just has a guitar strapped around him <laughs> like he's while he's talking it. at yeah. the right. podium. It's like um, a sash. But then yeah, he does. He does, he more or less does a demo to show like why yeah. Albert King was like revolutionary and like what everybody was doing with the guitar. And then suddenly Albert King comes and starts fucking bending that string, making it 
cry. Make that it a, uh, yeah. that part's great for like. Uh, I feel like my music tastes are so stupid. <laughs> like, like anytime anyone's like, I like Radiohead. I'm like, I don't, I don't know why. And then I eat like a big turkey leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but for if, if someone's going to, during like a, a celebration of someone's music, if someone can demonstrate what's cool about it in the moment, like that works so well yeah. for if you're right. dumb. And the <laughs> fact that he was great. able to show us like the other ways that the guitar was played and kind of what was interesting and different about the way that Albert King played the guitar. I thought that it was... I had jokingly said, oh, wow, I hope another white guy inducts uh, the third king. And then John, John Mayer, Mayer like, the uh, like as if of. a joke had come to life on stage wearing a guitar. Mm-hmm. But then it was totally awesome. And, and then, I really liked his speech. And then he, he totally has the credibility to do it because he shows his literal high school yearbook where he quoted Albert King uh, as a little dork. And it's like, OK, you've clearly loved this guy. You're you're mm-hmm. legit. You're, this isn't. Yeah. And yeah. that is the hardest thing about John Mayer is that he is legit. I just yeah. I can't I hate it. I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. The guy who wrote Your Body is a Wonderland yeah. can dread. Yeah. He's, no his, American should be subjected to his senior picture. You yeah. shouldn't be reminded he was a little boy with a song yeah. in his heart. Is there an artist that's that authentic, but we all kind of hate him? <laughs> like, do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, I think he like that's actually him. has chops. He's like a. a mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like a reverse Billy Joel almost. Yeah, and he didn't <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't like he didn't become into the blues after he got famous as a way of like yeah. retroactively making no. himself cool. He no. did that he clearly... with stand up instead. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh no. Good God. Uh, is his is his name on outside the store yet? Has they oh, painted John, it yeah, outside? They painted yet? John Mayer yeah, yeah. sign outside the comedy <laughs> yeah. store. Yeah. Looks it's nothing only, like him. He's in between uh, Jay Leno and a dolphin. Oh yeah, he's got the character. <laughs> that dolphin at the is improv. funny though. Uh, It is just wild that that he is actually gifted and respected by other guitar players and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and that's not fraudulent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he earned it. Yeah. 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 And then back it up. Right. And then he just went on to like write, you know, fathers be good to your daughters and date Taylor Swift, which is like what most people know about him. It's weird, though. It's backwards, though, because he did all that stuff. And then he joined the Grateful Dead. Like that's what he's doing. Yeah, like, yeah. Now I mean? he's Wait, in the Grateful he's Dead. Wait, he's in the Grateful Dead right Currently. now. Yeah. That's like what he does now. Wait, yeah. like right now? Yeah. It, it's technically called what? technically called Dead and Company because it's and not Company. really the Grateful Dead because a lot of those guys obviously aren't a part of it anymore. But it's like John Mayer and you know Bob Weir and whoever's left of the Dead, including other people, and they tour and they're very popular. Yeah, and he's kind of keeping them alive. Yeah, with his star power and his and his. That's kind of the, also the only interesting place he can go guitar wise in music. Mm-hmm. It's like there's nowhere else he can really go with the guitar other than like see if he can breathing life into yeah. Yeah, this, this epic man, John Mayer is going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know. Yes, he I is. Probably is. <laughs> I mean, yes, he does he show is. up at every ceremony and He's puts in it. the work. Oh my gosh! I'm excited is. for you guys to be. When will he get in? In ten years, and then you guys. <laughs> Yeah, you guys will be in your mid fifties, still doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, exactly, and, and it'll I'll finally it'll all start to click for me. Like, I'll yeah. start to love the Rock and yeah, Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. Wow, <laughs> look look at how old uh, Arcade Fire still can rip it. Hey, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, John uh, Mayer does compare Albert King to a skateboarder at one point, which is, I think, the funniest part of this video. It was oh, yeah, cool, it was very though. Funny. Uh, and then they play. It's the, already happening for Kristen. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was cool when he compared him to a skateboard man. Yeah, hey, listen up. They do get uh, a non white person, though, to do the main tribute performance, Gary Clark Jr., uh, who we will see again and again as they continue to induct blues uh, performers in the hall and need someone not white to play and someone who's good. Gary Clark mm-hmm. Jr. is good. They play Oh Pretty Woman and not the Roy Orbison Oh Pretty Woman, but just a song that is also called Oh Pretty Woman. Yeah. And Born Under, so many titles. Born Under a Bad Sign. Uh, and then we go to the... If there's anything also, else he Albert talked King. about um, how Albert King is the reason for Guitar Face. Which I thought was like a pretty good mm. thing. Pretty yeah. Like I yeah. thought, and because they were both and... making such guitar face at each other. Oh, yeah. Like when mm-hmm. John Mayer comes out and plays with uh, Gary. Gary, and they like kind of you know I don't know touch penises at each other. Uh-huh. They were going like, to guitar kiss. Yeah, yeah, they were guitar kissing for sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else with Albert King? And uh, we'll move on to producer extraordinaire yes. Lou Adler. Good surprise, Lord. not on the ballot. Inducted. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a non-performer. Uh, and then we get a little bit of why he's important. Carol King, Monterey Pop Festival. Mamas and I already Papas. knew it was important because you guys all know I saw Beautiful. Say it with her. It's a beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I saw Beautiful, the musical, the Carol, the Carol King, the Carol King, the Carol King the musical. The Carol Culkin. Karen Culkin. Karen Culkin. Yep. His band. And I know uh, that he convinced her to record Natural woman. And he also directed Up in Smoke, which is why Cheech and Chong <laughs> give the induction speech. Hey, man. Uh, it wasn't a speech. They did an induction did skit. Hey, you guys all thought it was hilarious, and I hated it. <laughs> I thought it was really cute how the old men were stoned. I thought that was hilarious. Were, I liked I it like when funny. they pretended to do coke off the podium. Yeah, I think drugs and doing drugs and drug culture are altogether hilarious. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and the war on drugs is also hilarious. Uh, and the band The War on Drugs, also hilarious. Yeah. Yes, fully. <laughs> uh, they induct Lou Adler. I don't know if you made that. You know you know who Lou Adler is outside of music from, I would assume, he sits next to Jack Nicholson at the Lakers yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, he does uh, make reference to that. Because that's how he closes his speech, which I thought was a really good he, move. He's like, and I've done all. The, he, yeah, he's like, I've done all this stuff, and you know, I I recently w- got uh, another award, and it was so nice, and they were going through all my, uh, you know, credits and everything that I've done, and it was really touching. And then the guy was like, "But you'll only be known as that weird dressed dude next to Nicholson at the <laughs> Lakers games." And then he was like, "Thanks." Joe remarked, "He dresses like Roger Stone, which was true." <laughs> He's a little bit. He also, I feel like he dresses like uh, the Fat Boys. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. totally true. Or rerun, maybe more yeah, specifically, yeah. dresses like rerun from what's happening. Yep. Yeah, it's funny because Cheech. Uh, and Chong are like he dr- he's like a black man man he's like dressed <laughs> yeah. like a rapper it's like well, he's dressed like a rapper from 1983 yeah, 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 yeah. it he is really like funny the that they gang. said yeah. Yeah, he, he dresses like, like a rapper <laughs> I was like oh what's he gonna look what yeah. <laughs> he looked like the pie taster from Strawberry Shortcake <laughs> you know you know when you take your white Kangol hat and white glasses and you put your Kangol hat to the side that classic uh, rap is look that fatty wop honey is that fatty wop hey now, hey now is what? that little yachty over there <laughs> in that long uh, tailed coat with the Batman villain trappings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Carol King plays So Far Away, and it's very moving and beautiful. I love that song. Uh, She's so great. And that's where we leave Induct off. Induct her. Any, any uh, loose 
thoughts about the first half? If not, we're going to jump back in. I um, just literally wrote down these people are old at one point during her <laughs> during oh, yeah. um, Lou Adler's uh, little. Very good. <laughs> Is this good? Guitar kissing, necking. Ooh, hey. high five! High five! Necking when two guitarists look at each other's eyes and masturbate their guitars together. I yeah. like it. Necking. I necking. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see if there's any more necking in the rest of the ceremony. Let's check it out. Oh boy. Welcome back, everybody. We have finished the 2013 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, you guys will never know this, but it took a long time. Uh, <laughs> so we start when we started back up, we had Donna Summer, which was a lot of fun. A, I would say a welcome change of pace. Yeah. Uh, she is, she makes dance music, which in comparison... Some may call it disco. Ooh. Okay. I'm listening. Go on. I'm just saying, I heard the disco and rock and roll were enemies. Mm, and Dis- yet disco like from duck <laughs> <laughs> you mean disco like from the duck disco duck no. uh yeah it's no i mean it's great that a disco artist was able to break through we know that chic was an artist that was not able to make it on 11 tries on the ballot and really it's kind of sad the only reason seemingly that donna summer was able to make it in is because she died and then had the sympathy of her death when she could have been inducted Several times. She was nominated four times before this, and she could have seen her own induction. It would have been cool. But, uh, you know. Kelly Kelly Rowland introduced her. Kelly Rowland did. Weird way. Yeah, she's she's a queen. And I don't mean like. (laughs) Like uh, wearing a crown queen. Queen who wears a crown like royalty. I don't mean like the Queen of England. Yes, it was a I mean, very weird and stupid way to phrase it. Yeah, it felt very and book you know report. What? We're here to call her out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was book report. Wait, aren't we for real here to call her out? Isn't yeah, that what she did? Is? What John Mayer did, and she gave examples of uh, vocal tones and stuff. When she, like, she had little singing parts. That was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cute. I thought Kelly Rowland's thing was cute. But, but she also went like, she, Kristen, you, you, you pointed this out that uh, she said it, she started talking, she was setting up like, in the daytime, she would sing like she was at church. Oh, in but the then... morning, she would sing a gospel song at church. Right. And in the afternoon, she would make your body move. And then at night, she would... And it seems yeah. for sure like you're going to... She sang songs about sex. The clear tone, yes. like the journey yeah. we were on was like... If morning, morning is church, is then church, at night is at night sex. night is for yeah. doing it. And instead, she Reverse said, church, we call it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, it's a difficult church. position. Oh. But from Virgin Mary... Reverse church is worthwhile for both parties. Um, uh, (laughs) What a feeling. But But it's so set up for her to then say, and then at night she taught us how to get it on. And then everyone would have cheered. It would have been a great moment. And at night she sang songs that made us understand who we really were. (laughs) Which was like the worst way to Everyone's Everyone's favorite part of nighttime, intense, deep reflection. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, lying awake, taking over every dumb thing. <laughs> Turns out who we really were was, uh, I guess, Horny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Donna Summers' uh, husband came up, and their three beautiful daughters. He was an interesting character. He was kind of just like, hey, you know, it's bittersweet. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to worry about the uh, bitter part, but uh, you know something? I got these three beautiful ladies, 
uh, they're my daughters. Uh, Donna, it, it felt like he was a, like very rat packy for like being Donna Summers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was married to Donna for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want to be a lady tonight. <laughs> he kept he kept talking about how when she change outfits, he'd be like, yeah. boom, in the morning she'd have one outfit on, and then by night she'd well, have another she'd outfit on. Well, she fix her face, put a, change her clothes, and go out and greet her fans. Yeah, yeah. She's always greeting her fans. She knew them by name. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I, that sounds weird. I <laughs> Don't put a say weird that. window in between our bedroom and her bathroom, <laughs> so I could look through her like we were sailing on a ship. Uh, speaking of sailing on a ship, uh, when I was working on a cruise ship, we had a celebrity impersonator show. I've talked about it mm-hmm. on this podcast before. One of our celebrity impersonators. Did I ever tell the story of how one of our celebrity impersonators was, was Donna Summer's Donna husband? Summer. <laughs> no, it was the one and only Donna Summer. And she would do Donna Summer, but she also would open the show, the celebrity impersonator. She also did a Whoopi impression oh. that she would host as. So she would open oh. the show hosting as Whoopi. Mm. And then she would do uh, Donna Summer. And then and she would do Ted Danson as Whoopi. And then oh, boy. Michael Jackson had a panic attack on an island and like didn't come back on the ship <laughs> she instead did an extended like set as Whoopi to fill time in their what show what a true nightmare Whoopi to fill MJ yeah and also here's the other thing she was very 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 bad at this Whoopi <laughs> oh. like she was she sounded like Whoopi but she wasn't funny and she, her whole thing was crowd work it was so. You you really I you know awful. I thought we hit a point where we were gonna stop piling on the bad things and you really kept going for three <laughs> yeah. or four more. Uh, it was awful. So um. So that's, anyway, that's uh, R.I.P. Donna Summer. <laughs> R.I.P. Glad you're in. The the real centerpiece of the Donna Summer induction would be Jennifer Hudson's performance, which is truly great. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson's a great vocalist, ass. singing uh, "Last Dance." I think that the true centerpiece was Flava Flav. Run into the lip of the stage. Run into the lip of the stage and dancing too fast and out of sync. At at when she's still leading up, like the song has not kicked in yet, Mm -hmm. and everyone is in their seats, and Flavor Flav is uh, gesticulating wildly, (laughs) and in the shot, you can tell the directors are like, all right, Flav's in the shot, get out of this one, go tight, go tight. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really funny. Throw to Neil Diamond four more times. <laughs> they do throw to Neil Diamond quite a bit, and I, Cindy Crawford. I liked the live violins on that one too. They kept did a full orchestra, pretty it was great. relatively yeah. full string section, which was great. I do just wh- want to discuss really quickly though the idea that like disco being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like is this is she was she a breakthrough as far as disco being in the Rock Hall? Yeah. I is mean the Bee Gees, the Bee Gees were. So the Bee Gees, but the Bee Gees also and had Lava a significant and the Bee Gees yeah. were. But, but uh, how much earlier were both of those? Bee Gees got in at the end of the nineties. Ooh, damn! Yeah, but they the also Gees, the they Gees had a started, career before. Yeah, they disco. started as a rock band. Yes, and then disco was a new genre that they entered into smoothly. So yeah, they were maybe technically maybe a little bit later, but like British Invasion, like yeah, they were around oh, in the sixties. Oh, I mean, they're from Australia. But the but, key thing I think with this when we're talking about disco is the Bee Gees are a vocal band. They're primarily about vocals and harmonies. Mm-hmm. I think that disco is primarily a vocal form because the tracks are kind of typically the same. It's the same kind same of a, a session drummer with strings. It's it's not about the, the instrumental. It's not about the track. It's about the, the star or the performer that sells the record. See, I think the dancing. opposite. I think it's a production form. You like, think to it's me, a production disco form. is about... The drummer, the the sampling, the strings. The it's about sound. the the sound. Because you can take a Donna Summer's move. voice yeah. 
and you can it can be a different genre, but yeah, based is on, she saying slower and you know to like live strings well, think, or whatever? I think what I was trying to say, I agree. I agree with you. I think I was trying to like draw the thing of like Donna Summer gets to be the whole act. While, oh, the, while the, the producers, we don't really know who these producers are. It took Niall Rogers forever to be mm-hmm. recognized for, like, how instrumental he is to these songs. Instrumental, but, yeah. but, like, the disco music really gets to have this one woman right. in a dress sort of throw the whole thing. It's, like, all about that mm-hmm. star. That was cool to watch Jennifer Hudson get to be one person on stage. These stages are always crowded with <laughs> really yeah. musicians. Yeah. I hate musicians it. It bugs me because well, it, we're about to talk about heart too. Well, so. if it's a show about good music, why would you break some huge cardinal rules about arrangements <laughs> by having this? Right. It's not a symphonic thing. Well, and if music. if we get into heart, yeah, uh, I would say yeah. one of the reasons why there were nineteen people on stage is uh, for that first song, uh, "Crazy on You," was because that was more or less everyone who was still alive from the band and their opportunity to play together and not all those people played together uh, when the band existed. There were like uh, maybe like a few I think guitar players who like one replaced the other but like just kind of everybody was up there. Like when the Red Hot Chili Peppers got inducted in the ceremony that we watched last week um, they had three full drum kits on stage. Three drummers were playing to play Give It Away which they don't need but it was a it was a acknowledgement of the drummers who were there who were part of the band. You know, and it's like, we're all going to, you're here, it'd be, it'd suck if you didn't play, if you want to play, and they did. Yeah. Yeah, I see, I see the point of this. This is a ceremonial performance. Right. This is not a So it's, but it is a little antithetical to, uh, especially if you want the performance to be, uh, good. Yeah. (laughs) For example. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. Good. Uh, Yeah, when Rush, well, I don't, we can't skip it. Let's just, well, let's, yeah, Chris Cornell, uh, gave a speech. It was good, you know. Uh, it, it wasn't super... You know, sometimes these speeches can get emotional, and those are usually the the best ones. But he, he like, he clearly cared. They're from Seattle. He's from Seattle. Uh, and the guys in heart. Let's talk about the guys in heart, because... Well, I want to say real quick about yeah. Chris Cornell. You can see the darkness in his eyes. And I don't think that's just me talking in the future as a person uh, who, who knows he died. Who knows he's dead? Oh, you see saw him die? I, oh, okay. him die. I may have been there, but I didn't see it. Okay? <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm definitely not part of some Reddit conspiracy. That, uh, you can look up. I don't know anything <laughs> about any pedophile rings. You yeah. got it? I was worried about him. He's given the speech, and I go, oh, I can see it's a sad person. I he's love him so much. He's leaning on the podium. He's leaning. Yes. A lean, a very rock star move. I was Uh, glad to see him perform later. Yeah, anyway, moving on from Chris Clark. I guess it's just maybe surprising, if you don't know much about Hart, to realize how many men are in the band Hart. Yeah. Including one who looks like John Larroquette, as you pointed oh, yeah. out. A lot, of do- a lot of doppelgangers in that band. We got a John Larroquette, we got a melting Mark Ruffalo. I, would- <laughs> I guess to me, it's like they, it's like any other band, where it's like we only know the front people of a band. Right. You know, it's and true. like it was, they were such an anomaly because they were two women. Many mm-hmm. times other bands yeah. would only have a front woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing about something completely else. Well, I'm well. Here's the thing that struck me is that you're when you're watching these big arena bands back in the day, you don't have those screens. Cameras are not ubiquitous. You don't get to see, so you know these women are leading the band. 
the other two guys have really long, beautiful hair, and they are styled <laughs> in this beautiful, ethereal way. Yeah. If you're really far back in the stadium, yeah. you think there might be six women on stage. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, which one of the six uh, heart chicks is your Deep. favorite? Oh, man, the drummer. <laughs> These oh men boy, could have been in Hanson. Which one of the Wilson sex tuplets? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the one that in there. The one I like is the one in their rock and roll uh, induction ceremony. He's dressed like the wrestler, the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sam noted that uh, that Ann Wilson's hat looked like it, it was, was made of cake. It look like a cake. <laughs> look this up. It looks like a fondant hat. A fondant hat made on a Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, technical. <laughs> Truly funny. She could not have been warmer dressed. She's wearing yeah. sense, seven, seven layers. layers. A black wool She walked straight off the set of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes. Yeah, if, if you're paying attention to... right oh down to the God. bridge of her nose. Uh, award yeah. season, she does look like Amy Sherman Palladino, the creator of Marvelous <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. She looks like Danny DeVito's Penguin when he's running for mayor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very Batman's Returns, Amy Sherman Palladino. Well, her sister, Nancy, gave a speech about... She first she gave a really stilted delivery. We talked about. Yeah, she sounded a little bit like Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. really Warren asserting her native yeah. ancestry. Yeah. Really <laughs> and and Wilson, who went after Nancy, like definitely spoke from the heart and talked yeah. about like their her, their journey. Yeah, and Nancy was really like, lovely. "When we enter this rock and roll lifestyle, yes. there are many things that you must sacrifice." <laughs> it was like yeah. that thing of like, "Okay, all right, Nancy, look to your right." And then slowly look to the left and then go back <laughs> and, and then said, talk like so this. So let's turn it up. Which is like so weird. Yeah. But my least favorite thing, and I went off you <laughs> before sure did. we were on mic about it. But she had she did this whole like mommy guilt thing where she was like and one of the sacrifices that we made was of our, ch- we made the sacrilegious choice to be on the road and away from our children. And for that, we are truly sorry. And I was like, oh my God, lady, you yeah. have never heard a man in his rock and roll Hall of Fame induction apologize for being absent from his fucking yeah. children. And there are a lot worse dads in the fucking rock and roll Hall of Fame than you were a bad mom, Nancy Wilson. We Don't Pokemon went away from our kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, don't yes. let the patriarchy tell you that you are the problem. Uh, I think Hart is definitely going to do a 180 in their, in their fifth. <laughs> but Crazy on You was great. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. That kicked ass. Oh, yeah. And then they shuffled off all the original members of Hart and then brought out Mike McCready from Pearl Jam, Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains, and Chris Cornell to play Barracuda. Yeah. Uh, that also kicked Never ass. Was- this was my favorite performance of the entire night. It kicked really ass. It the thing that I said while we were watching it was like, this is not sad. A Correct. lot of these yeah. performances yeah. Can, it can feel sad or like, oh, I don't or like, know. Like they really can't do it anymore. They and think like, they can. They can't. And it helps Heart that fucking could. Yeah, and it yeah. helps that Hart's songs are like really fucking kick ass rock songs. Like fast, guitar heavy. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, it was like an injection of adrenaline into the show. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. And I also had a moment where I get very emotional when I see female-fronted rock bands. They mean a lot. I just think representation matters so much, and it was really cool to see these women kicking such ass, even if they apologized for being road mothers. Oh, yeah. The actions speak (laughs) louder than the words. The the point I was sitting on that I made during the thing was... uh, you guys talk about dad rock a lot in the mm-hmm. podcast, and that hard is mom rock. 
For along sure. with like three other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would define mom rock also as. Mom rock's not bad. That's not no. I would really start really. Yes, that's kind of what I think is like. To me, and maybe it's it's especially because of our generation, but there's a certain type of soft rock that includes Phil Collins. Like Don Henley solo, yeah. Bruce Hornsby, oh, yeah. that I think totally. of as mom rock. Alana that, Miles, yeah, as you rock. pointed out. Yeah. Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, Carpenter. Oh, yeah. yeah, the younger part of it is like Lilith Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. mom rock. That's definitely mom rock. For sure. But heart is like the where Mamra and Mamra. Where Mama Mama. and Dad Dad meet. <laughs> where Mama and Dad Dad meet, and that's how Mama, I get here. Mama, rock and roll music. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, am rock and roll baby. <laughs> Thank you, Mom Rock and Dad Rock. Thank you. Uh, then we we moved on to Quincy Jones getting the uh, the I don't know lifetime achievement award. I think he Hi. thanked Lee Harvey Oswald. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "I know what you did." And then he winked. It's very weird. This is Quincy Jones for New <laughs> stronger, leaner, more energetic, with a lot more drive. Then you need to try Nugenics. My doctor gave me this one pill, and I'm feeling stronger, leaner, more energetic, with a lot more drive. My workouts have never been better. The energy of a younger man. And trust me, you'll notice the difference too, young woman. <laughs> Quincy was uh, extremely sedated uh, during his, induct- during his induction him. speech. That's the best summary I could give of Quincy. Yeah, if you go watch that ceremony, James nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oprah gave a pretty good speech, though. Oh, uh, shocking for her, finally. She, she yeah, finally. speech in public. She's so bad at public yeah. speaking, but she finally brought it, and we're, uh, we thank people her. people like her now. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it was, Quincy's speech was fine, but, like, he really wasn't, he just he'd be very slowed down and not yeah. uh, super engaging, but like probably as good as he oh, was going to do. Think you've seen slow? We got more slow coming <laughs> oh, after uh, you, baby. And then we had Usher, we had Usher come uh, on stage do a Quincy tribute, which was "Rock with You," the Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was good. Usher's great. You kind of forget great. how good of a singer and entertainer yeah, very Usher good. is. Bruno Mars took his space in the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. but Bruno Mars is. Uh, uh, I think Bruno Mars rules. That's yeah. probably my favorite. Bruno yeah. That's Bruno like my favorite awesome. radio star. Yeah, yeah. Bruno yeah. Mars his songs are always great. Hall of Fame, and we'll all legitimately be like, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 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 We'll all go and that kid can do wheelchairs. It. Oh yeah. Uh, then we had the In Memoriam. Uh, yeah. Which was sad. Of course. But always, and we we'll, we'll be talking about this every time. Watching an In Memoriam from six years ago is interesting because it's not. It's it's a weird thing of like. Oh, they're dead six years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was nobody that I, I, I mean, that. I, there was nothing that pulled a heartstring for me. And I have uh, no Not notes. even MCA? MCA I mean, obviously. But you got that out last week. I got that out last week, though. I just yeah. mean, like, I didn't even make any notes about it. I didn't think that the... Right. The spinner is singer, and that's sad because he should have yeah. been inducted. And he they, who knows if they will get inducted. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. They're playing I'll Be Around. Mm-hmm. During an in memoriam of a guy who's just dying, who is so not around scary. anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, that bums you out, right? Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, then that's, Spike Lee comes like a, on stage. Song right Spike Lee's got a shirt that says Mookie on it, which is his character from Do the Right Thing. Oh yeah. Uh, and he basically does a ton of do the right reference, do the right yeah. thing references that fall on deaf ears. <laughs> he's wearing the love and hate rings. Yeah, the he's knuckle, got, like, the knuckle thing. thing. I mean, Neil Diamond's just like do the right thing. What? <laughs> Do the right thing and get a Pepsi. Yeah, Spike. Is he telling me I've never done the right thing? Spike Perhaps Lee this fella Spike. does not. 
Spike Lee was serving Spike Lee realness. He really like, that was. That was like his, his category. Yeah, is that was his category. My career. My my own career. Yeah. And he yeah. tag teamed with Harry Belafonte Ooh, to induct. Is that what we're calling it? I would suppose. Harry Spike Belafonte. Lee was there, and then Harry Belafonte came, and Spike Lee left. Yeah. I'd call I it a tag team. I just mean it just took. Like, Harry Belafonte probably spoke as many words as Spike Lee yeah. did, but it took twice as long. Right, yeah. These people. I can't do it. I can't do it. But he's just like, ah, I love music. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he did some public enemy lines, lines but the way he did it. Music is defined as a song. <laughs> yeah. okay. He did it in a spoken word uh, way. You listen to it, you go, I'm going to dance to this. Public Enemy was the king. These are, nobody Not has, the king nobody like a crown a that would be royal. But we're but not, all having fun. But a king in the sense Flame of Faith has run that, down to the front of the stage yeah. to start dancing. Yeah, uh, yeah, the thing is Flavor Flav's in, uh, acceptance speech seems good but the thing that you guys don't know is that allegedly it went on for 30 to 40 minutes. What? Really? Yes, and they edited it down to what seems like a pretty coherent... Yeah, like and, a pretty coherent minute and a half. Yeah, nice speech where he gives props to Chuck D for four, which is, I think, a great moment where he's like, everyone said to dump me, and you wouldn't because you had a vision, and I was a part of it, and thank you. Yeah, 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 and he was very aware. He's like, everybody else sounds all cool, and then I come in with my high voice. This high, annoying voice. I'm very yeah. annoying. It's, it seems like a uh, uncharacteristically uh, self-aware moment for Flavor Flav. Yeah. Well. Who knows what else he talked about? I'm sure <laughs> the people there know, but I think he just really rambled. Mm. We got the Cliff Notes version of it, which mm, is nice. Yeah. And then Chuck D's uh, speech is also really good. Yeah, oh, and yeah. also I loved it. There goes the neighborhood. Here comes the truth. He really talked about like getting rap into the rock hall, which was a neat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and saying like we all come from the blues, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, sorry, but we're in, and uh, that's and how I it goes. I was just waiting. I was just waiting because that is like such a famous line from "Fight the Power" about mm-hmm. Elvis didn't mean shit to me. Oh. Like he's a straight up racist. I was like, when are they? I are they gonna say this? Because was Elvis in the first year? Like yeah. Elvis mm-hmm. is in the inaugural inductee. Yeah, like, Elvis, class. of course, the, yeah. the yeah. rock star. Yeah, the rock star. Yeah, and fucking you have Chuck D on stage saying yeah. El- like fuck, fuck Elvis, him, fuck him. It yeah. literally says fuck him. That's it's yeah. like that's yeah. and that's true rock and roll. Rock and roll. That's exactly. real rock yeah. and roll. That's what. Oh, I was yeah, really excited at about this, it. Yeah, at this point to then not... When it's a, uh, when rock and roll is such a thing that tears down institutions, when rock and roll becomes an institution, the thing that tears down that is the most is rock, and roll. rock and roll. Yeah, that's exactly. very right. And, yeah, the, uh, it's important, I think, for institutions like the Rock Hall to recognize occasionally the theft of rock, like the, mm-hmm. way, that, the way that musical styles are effectively stolen for commercial use by certain, you know, yeah. ethnic groups. There's, mm-hmm. the, you have to answer for that, even in music, even in this mm-hmm. de- democratized thing, this meritocracy, you would think well, music And you watch Tom Morello in the crowd sing along. Sing along to, to that, that line. Yeah, to that line. Most, but he doesn't mean shit to me. Elvis doesn't mean shit I mean, to it's me. so cool. 
to like see that happen was mm-hmm. like a neat thing. Tom Morello means shit to me. That's yeah. like that's a rock star that I recognize from my teenage years of learning shit. And yeah, that's yeah. fun to see. Uh, that perf- they so they perform Bring the Noise and Fight the Power. Uh, the it feels like a performance that was it is a fun performance. It mixed a little weird. Maybe it was the TV that we were watching it through. It, the, the mix did seem a little off, but it was yeah. uh, you mostly... You all the instruments. Uh, it's hard to understand the vocals. Also liked Flavor Flav in that. I thought he committed really hard to yeah, it. He was great. And yeah. It was very fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because Flavor Flav is great when he picks his spots. And that yeah. was yeah. his role in Public Enemy. Be a hype man. He's not the front man. Well, you know? and also we were all talking about this, about how he basically created the idea of a hype man. man. Yes. Uh, interesting of them to the shots that they were taking during that performance. We don't know who that doughy white guy was who was singing Fight the Power. Yeah, Ballad. he looked like Damien from Mean Girls. The guy who <laughs> sings beautiful. Five to six years is just too long to remember totally what was happening in culture at the time. Was it Nick Turner? Was it comedian <laughs> Nick Turner? If you know who that is, you know what this guy looks like. Uh, and then there was a, an odd uh, but kind of beautiful moment of Oprah and Quincy hugging at the end of the public enemy performance as though to say like fuck did you ever think anything like this would ever happen <laughs> yeah, with yeah. all these white people in the room yeah, yeah. which was yeah. pretty cool yeah uh, and then we got to the final uh, inductees of the night Rush inducted by Dave Grohl and mini Dave Grohl Taylor Hawkins <laughs> both from the Foo Fighters uh, you know and they they give a nice past, passionate speech talk about the word cute that was probably the the most appropriate use of the word cute of the whole night. It was very much like... James has been using the word cute. Yeah. I just used the word cute a lot. He called heart cute and I got on him because I thought it was being diminishing. But uh, it turns out he just uses the word cute a lot. And you know what? It's okay. We accept you. And it's okay. Um, Yeah. I thought that their enthusiasm was like they were 14, Uh you know, talking, trying to, like, give a presentation to their dad about why they should get a new guitar or something. Uh Yeah. We work so hard. (laughs) We love cool music. I really, that is so true. And I loved at the end when they just, like, started just naming the albums and they were just getting more and more excited. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Just off the top of their heads. It was, like, very cute. They looked like they had been allowed to stay up till midnight and they were very excited about that. Uh, And then the band came up. Uh, Neil... Neil Peart's knows what on earth yeah. is going on. To describe it, it, it goes beyond it like colors that... emoji on the middle of someone's face. <laughs> on the middle of an aged Tom Hanks's yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, like a Wind Waker character. He looks like Jimmy Durante. That's, that, yes. a lot of video game references. Is that a video game, Wind Waker? Wind Waker, it's yes. a particular Zelda game for <laughs> If you know who that is, then you know what His nose is, is a purple... Is a pure purple. He's a purple. He's a, the most a purple. <laughs> it's so it, it's so purple. Nothing has ever been more purple, I believe. Yeah. It's just. I, I mean, it feels like he had something wrapped around it. Yeah. You know, a to cut off the circulation, and then you immediately pulled it off. Like, oh shit, I have to get on stage. He got like a sunburn yeah. from a different colored sun. Yeah. <laughs> he was on a different planet. He was moon. waterboarded with beet juice. Yeah, he does. He, he really does straight up look like alcoholic Tom Hanks. And uh, then look it up. You'll know what we're talking. Perhaps about. the worst uh, yeah. and most embarrassing speech in rock hall history. I, I, oh, it God. made my skin crawl so much. I shut my eyes and I tried to not listen to it. Neil Pert was doing it behind the guy. I think. 
he might have done that speech before, that blah, blah, blah speech. Oh, my God. Because Neil Peart So Joe, describe what it is. Alex Lifeson, the guitar player for Rush, just went blah, 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 and then he did an extended riff just saying blah, 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 and, like, gesticulating with and his like arms and, like, people. pulling Telling out a piece a of paper. Telling a story. Kind of. He, well. He had, it had beats, but it was not coherent. Here's what I wrote down. Yikes. Are they loving it? <laughs> it <laughs> seemed were. to be killing in the room, yeah. but not with the band Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guys yeah. behind him did seem to... Well, they had just both given really heartfelt speeches, and then this guy gets up and, shall I say... Fucking baby boomer irony boy. Mm-hmm. He took a he piss. Took the piss. He shits on. I mean, he's like, I get it. Like they waited a long time to get into the hall, and like he's he's shitting on the concept of self congratulatory. But do if you do it right after your bandmates do it, it's mean. Yeah. And also, yeah. if you're not funny, don't try to be. In general, for everything, <laughs> if you're not funny, yeah. please stop. Go home. Especially if it look like home. Raiders owner uh, Mark Davis. <laughs> Brad Stein. <laughs> <laughs> these are two men who it's not good to look like. Yeah, don't look like these guys. guys. And maybe the cutest thing, though, that the, the Foo Fighters do is they dress in those white robes uh-huh. from that uh, Rush album cover and then play a song uh, as them yeah. in, in the spirit of dress up. And then the, then the actual Rush comes out and we, do, we get a little bit of necking. As necking. coined by yeah. James, we got we got a lot we had of Lifeson and Grohl yeah. necking. Uh, Lots of necking. They that was they, good. they were necking. The other there two was were double necking. necking. Yeah, the, the bases were necking, necking too. Oh, God yeah. damn! Uh, and then they started playing Tom Sawyer, which is a great rock song. Yeah, song. And Rush sounds great still. Yeah, Rush, Rush can still do too. it. They're super tight. They didn't need anybody else besides the three of them, mm-hmm. which well, is impressive. It's wild that the three of them have been the band for the whole time. Yeah. Not the very first album, a different drummer, but pretty much after that, yeah, from Can like seventy-five. Tightest band performance of the night. Yeah, best yeah. mix, definitely. Mm-hmm. I thought like, Heart, Heart was the bet was like the, the most fun, rocking. Heart was fun to watch. Yeah. That was like a rock yeah. hall, yeah, great performance. Yeah, Rush probably was the yeah, but the Rush, most like Swiss watch. That was like oh, if I'm watching a DVD of a concert, that was the most. Yeah, I felt like I was listening to the radio. They're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy how job. great they still are. Uh, and they played Spirit of Radio. And then Rush is kind of the foundation. We should just mention there was a popcorn machine oh, yeah, there was on a popcorn stage. Machine on a I'm visual. guessing it's a, a thing that Rush, maybe because they had an album called Moving Pictures, and I don't know, man. Uh, it's not often that you get like a weird set piece like that. Correct. Yeah, it looked like the set for Premium Blend. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like yeah. some other show. A chintzy stand-up Dwayne show. Perkins came out and did 10. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, so yeah, Rush is kind of the foundation for the jam. Uh, it's the three of them. And then Chuck D and Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC start doing uh, an intro like a hip-hop intro about how the blues gave birth to rock and roll. And then uh, Gary Clark Jr., John Fogarty, Tom Morello, Na- Anna Nancy Wilson, Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, uh, Chris Cornell all come out and play Crossroads. Gary Clark Jr. Yes, first one I said. That's the first one you said. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> and they all come out and play Crossroads, each taking a turn. It's a good, it's a good song to do with a jam because everybody can take a turn with a verse. Right. Uh, in addition to DMC and Chuck D still kind of doing their thing over it. 
craziest part of that is Ann Wilson takes her hat off, takes a big bite. <laughs> and says, yummy. And everyone goes, give me some of that. Yeah, then yeah. they all share. And then they all shout, Stalbaker. <laughs> um, Paul Hollywood shook her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. This is what uh, the jams at the end of the induction ceremony should be. Like, yeah. pretty much everyone who was there, like, a little bit of every... Like, if Jennifer Hudson had Did been John there, it would have been... Out? He was not, but... Uh, John Mayer and Jennifer Hudson had business elsewhere. Yeah. Whoa. It's probably, it's like, oh, they're, like, they're role. stars. They're, right, their yeah. dual in- entourages went to Buca de Beppo. Oh. <laughs> they had a quality night. They I respect John Mayer 15% more if he dated Jennifer Hudson. You know oh, my I mean? God, like, yeah. Oh, that's, like, cool. He's, like, playing up. But as we talked about off mic, he has referred to his penis as a... David Duke Dick. I, I did not know that until today. Believe I, this. John, just <laughs> Google balanced. John Mayer Skeevy. <laughs> yeah. You'll get too many hits. That yeah, will not narrow it down. Jam. But at any rate, I think that's like what the jams at the end of these ceremonies should be. Unexpected, getting like Rush and Chuck D and Hart and the Foo Fighters and Fogarty and all these different kind of disparate groups together on something that makes sense for them to play. Yeah. Uh, and is like a nod to an old uh, rock standard. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, cool stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and every, remember I said that? I stood up and I went, cool stuff. Said, cool and you guys stuff. nodded and went, Joe, you're correct. Uh-huh. The rock and roll does matter and is cool. <laughs> and Kristen went, I care now. I and then matter. we all shook hands. And then Joe's pants fell down. Remember his <laughs> and I had big polka-dotted boxer shorts. <laughs> and my face got red. And I went, oops, that's what happened. So that's the 2013 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Thank you for making me watch that. Yeah, I, I hope you, it. I hope you guys had a good time. It was fun. Uh, that's one of that's that ceremony in particular is one of my favorites because of the, the diversity and like I think the, all the performances are fun. It's great. Uh, uh, John still- Mayer does say he says. Playboy asked, do black women throw themselves at you? Mayor's response, I don't think I open myself to it. My dick is sort of like a white supremacist. I've got a Benetton heart and a fucking David Duke cock. I'm going to start dating separately from my dick. So Sam and James, anything you guys want to plug? Whoa, <laughs> this is like wow. the end of that one when I started looking up those Ted Nugent lyrics yep. about... <laughs> oh, very similar. <laughs> Equally haunting. Anything we want to well, you guys have a great weekly show here in Los Angeles yeah. at La Pavita called it's Rod John Stewart Live. <laughs> called Rod Stewart Live. Rod Stewart was inducted the year before this in 2012 Ooh. with the with faces. The Wake up, Mackie. Slash Wake the up. small faces. His, Wake up. His induction. Uh, <laughs> what happened? I said, Wake up, Maggie. Wake oh, up. I get it. Right. I if do. Maggie May was a, a yeah. dog, then oh, he had to wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maggie. No. Done. Right. <laughs> so you guys have a sh- you guys have a great stand up show every week Wednesday at nine, nine, nine o'clock at La Quivita yeah, called Rod Stewart Live. It's, it's great. Highland Park. If you live in East LA, come to it. Yeah, yeah. It's Even if show. you live in West LA, yeah, it'd be worth the drive. Yeah, worth once once every once in a while. And you guys are great. The Valley. You guys South are Central. great follows on Twitter. <laughs> Sam, you're what? Sam Gone Wiles. At Sam Gone Wiles. And James, what are you? Chain what? at shrimp. Jad. That's it. At Shrimp J-A-J. Hey, Check did neither of us get our names for Twitter? Sure. <laughs> did we not think out either thing particularly long? No, we didn't. I'm a man of shrimp. You've gotta <laughs> make it easy. You gotta make it easy. Uh, yeah, check out my viral video, uh, Smash, I've Been Eating Owls on YouTube. Four billion hits on YouTube. Unreal. <laughs> Smash. Unreal. Uh, anything else for you fellas? Yeah. Great. Uh, Kristen? 
Yeah, you know I'm K-Stud. K-Stud across all platforms. <laughs> you know where to find me. Uh, I got some shows coming up. They're all at HelloKristen.com. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, I'm at JokeAJoke on Twitter, JokeWazala.com for all my tour dates. <gasps> Guys, that's about it for us. Uh, RockHallPod at gmail.com if you want to send us a message. I'm talking to you, Tim Wiles. Uh, <laughs> at Rock. Yeah, can't we <laughs> Sam's dad, Tim Wiles. You say to send it to Kristen if you want me to read it too. Which I sent something over recently. It's because it, it was designated. the subject. It said for Joe slash Kristen. At Rock Hall Pod on Twitter. Please follow us. Write, rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only. Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music. Thank you to Joey Devine for the equipment. And thank you to Alexis Harris for allowing us to invade her home that she shares with Sam yeah. <laughs> so we could record this for roughly, I don't know, 19 hours. Uh, we really appreciate and thank everyone. You to Mom Rock and Dad Rock for, for making me Baby Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. Who cares? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.